Hey y'all and welcome to Remember Music Videos. Each week we'll chat about music videos that we love from an album of one of our favorite artists. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and even some things in between. My name is Dio. My name is Crystal and we will be your resident music video aficionados. We've done some research so you don't have to. We'll share little tidbits, fun facts, and give you our perspective on how we think these videos not only impacted the culture, but what they mean to us personally. We're sharing our love of them and hope you love them too. And if you want to watch the music videos that we're talking about uh, this week, you can check them out on our playlist on YouTube, Apple Music, and Facebook. And with that, let's get it cracking. Hey, Crystal, how are you? Hi there, I'm doing okay. How are you? How was your week? Uh, could, be, could be better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We uh, had some uh, sad news to hear that we lost uh, Tina Turner. I know. And so we had to do a, an impromptu episode just to kind of, you know, talk about this great artist that we've lost and the music videos that uh, that are near and dear, that are near and dear to our hearts. Absolutely. Tina Turner, absolute icon, legend, doing it for, for decades. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was touring into her 60s. Um, that's a long time. Um, and just, you know, really, you know, making the sacrifices, going through so much in her life, but, you know, being able to become the, the icon that she is, you know, pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing the struggle that she went through and still became this you know icon that we all love like you know different genres like different you know types of music different types of walks of life everyone kind of you know loved tina absolutely but this episode we're definitely um it's not going to be the same format i mean we're not going to cover a specific album we're just going to cover um videos that we loved performances that we loved and all things tina turner i'm glad we were able to kind of come here and just basically celebrate who she was as a woman as an entertainer and yeah just you know share share our love and we're really fortunate right because like her story has been documented right like we've had you know documentaries about her we had you know motion pictures mm -hmm. uh, we have broadway shows like all based on tina's story right yeah and so we're really fortunate to have you know documented this incredible story of perseverance and success right through the dark times so uh yeah tell us a little bit about tina she was born anime bullock on november 26th in 1939 in Brownsville, Tennessee. Uh, she had two older sisters. Um, she sang in the church choir. And uh, as, a, as a teenager, she worked as a domestic worker and she was a, uh, a self-professed tomboy which I thought was interesting. I would never peg her as a tomboy, right? Because she was so, with her legs and her like sexuality, like never, <laughs> wouldn't think that, but that's, that's cool. 
we're all pretty familiar with the the origin of uh, Ike and Tina, um, and we're probably even more familiar with um, the demise of that uh, situation. So, <clears throat> um, but was what was really important about that time in her life, though, was that uh, led to the next chapter, which is her not being with um, Ike in any capacity and then branching out on her own being this solo solo star who is, you know, at this point much older than she was when she was uh, with, with, uh, with Ike Turner. Yeah, I mean, she came back, um, her comeback was, she was in her forties, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's love got to do with it? Um, yeah. She was 44. And like nowadays that's unheard of. Right. And even I'm sure at the time as well. Right. Yeah. yeah totally. And, you know, I will, I will say that my, I was familiar with Tina Turner um, as the, the private dancer um, album. I remember Tina Turner's introduction to me being the Private Dancer album. We had the vinyl in our house. I listened to the songs. Did you really? Totally. What's Love Got to Do With It? Huge, huge, huge song. But that's the the voice that I remember. And that's kind of like the image that I remember. Same. It Same. wasn't until What's Love Got to Do With It, um, which starred Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne. And that was my introduction to more about her backstory and where she had, where she came from. And for like the longest time, I was like, well, first of all, for the longest time, Angela Bassett as Tina was more, reminded me more of Tina than Tina. That's how just kind of like ingrained that her, her image was. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, growing up, I like for me, it was my first introduction was what's love got to do with it. And so after that, everything Tina was on my radar. I was really fortunate because my my sister, I have an older sister, and she was on all the 80s like music and she loved Tina. Uh, she even dressed up as Tina for Halloween. So like, in my mind, Tina is was always you know tina and when angela bassett did it i always thought it was like she doesn't look exactly like her <laughs> yeah no she she doesn't but for whatever reason or i just was i thought it was just i think it was a compelling performance from angela bassett oh of course yeah i think angela did her job and that's what she, she did the thing angela bassett did the thing <laughs> hashtag ariana DeBose. we love you <laughs> We do. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was just all um, eye-opening, I guess you will say. And then, you know, that ending scene when um, after basically all is said and done with Ike, she's kind of like, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. And we cut to 1984 when Private Dancer came out and she's on um, tour. And actually, I, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it a clip of her? actually on tour yeah so i was just kind of like wow and we knew you know they wouldn't that song was played ad nauseum like 
across the radio waves for sure. Like you just could not escape it, even if you wanted to. I never wanted to though. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's love got to do with it? Such a iconic song. Do you remember the music video? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny thing is, like, in my mind, I remembered it in a different way. And with the rewatch, I was like, oh, funny. Mm. It, but it last, it, it imprinted this memory in my mind that did not, was not accurate, but it was. Uh, so, yeah, so we see, basically, we see the Manhattan skyline and we see the Twin Towers, right? It's mm-hmm. like, um, and we see Tina under the Brooklyn Bridge. And she walks uh, past a man in like a purple suit and they do like a little dance when they pass each other, which is adorable. <laughs> and then we see a, like a close up with her iconic hair, like tease to the high heavens. Uh, she's a rocker chick now, right? Like, exactly. And she has like that bold eighties red lip. And we see her like walk out of the subway and the subway sign reads uh, Interborough uptown and it is if you look closely it is the um subway stop um by in the west village by christopher street um by the monster and stonewall gotcha oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so so like gay (laughs) (laughs) she she hangs out with the gays so i love it And um, yeah, we see the entire ensemble she's wearing, and it's a black leather mini dress, and we see her iconic legs. Um, she like interrupts a group of guys that are rolling dice, and um, it feels really Broadway, right? Because she like pushes them and then starts dancing with them, like just unsolicited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely bad boys that they were giving in an 80s kind of way. Uh, and then we see kids like uh, opening a fire hydrant and playing double dutch. And so, you know, she's in the hood. <laughs> um, but this is exactly like this is the memory I remember is her walking uh, along a chain link f- fence. And like there's these guys that they're staring at her while she does her walk. And in my mind, like she does a walk, but she does like a, a two step, a double step. Yeah. You know, when she's walking. Um, and it's really subtle in the music video, but in my memory, it was really overt, you know, like, but she does it a couple times, but it's really subtle. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so she's walking by these, these guys that are staring at her and dare I say a lady. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my. Where did she come from? Uh, And then she, in like a Broadway kind of way, she breaks up a couple that's fighting and she reminds them that. What's love got to do with it? Who needs a heart if a heart can be broken? Listen. <laughs> and when she, uh, and when she, you know, breaks that up and she continues walking, she shrugs and throws her hands in the air like, meh. <laughs> and it reminded me of you, like, meh. <laughs> like, what are we going <laughs> to do? <laughs> Listen, it's out of your hands. Yeah. Um, but I mean, such a, a cool video, like at the time, right? And it's just, you know, her walking, walking through the streets, right? And uh, yeah, you don't need a lot to make a great music video. That is true. Yeah, that is true. You just need a great artist. You just need a great artist. Yep. That's, yeah, that's uh, talent. Um, what are your memories of this music video? 
very 80s, very like, you know, dramatic, dramatic vignettes. <laughs> um, you know, really leaning into like, you know, the look and the the teased hair and the and the clothing, the lovers quarrel that Tina's trying to um to break up, uh, which is, I mean, that's being dramatic about it, but um the dude has a tattoo on his arm and his chest is out. He's got a vest and he's got a little, little page boy cap and his girlfriend's hair's teased and she's got a lot of eye makeup. So just like giving me like very 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely takes place in the 80s. Yeah. No, no question <laughs> at all. And then we have like, you know, many a, many a gay person, many a drag queen um, have interpreted um Tina Turner and it's always that like that wig that's that yes. that Tina wig which is you know that's you know that's that was a sign of her being a being a rock star yeah but also like even though she, she you know she wanted to kind of get more into that rock vibe um this song was one of those i think special songs rare songs where it kind of crosses over into every genre, you know, yeah. that's something that the, the younger people were listening to the older folks, definitely on the light FM station. Um, yeah. Adult contemporary R and B rock. Like she yeah. really hit the mainstream with that one. I mean, and she also was a private dancer, right? She was, she was. Yeah. <laughs> that's another one where it's kind of like, you know, being a young person, a bit being a child, who am I feeling? Being a child when this came up. I wasn't even born. No. <laughs> what what am I what am I really listening to when I'm hearing this song about a private dancer? And, and why am I what why is that? Why should I be singing those lyrics sing along with those lyrics? Do I even know what that means? Well I think it's uh it's a comment on how like, you know, we dance for the man so we can get paid. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Any song will do. <laughs> you know the funny thing is I don't remember I don't remember this music video back then. Like I had to re like I had to watch it. I'm like, wait, what's happening here? <laughs> so, <laughs> Tina's a taxi dancer. And so like, you know, sweet charity, hey big spender. Bam, bam, so bam, like, bam. ladies would get paid uh to dance, right? Like gentlemen would, you know, would give them money and uh, they'd have a nice uh, uh, dance. Uh, the music video starts with Tina looking at a lipstick and then looking at herself in the mirror and she seems over it. It sounds like she had a day and she's like, "Ugh, I'm about to start my shift. <laughs> um, and then we transition into a spinning glittery disco ball which then later transitions us into a scene where we see couples and they're dancing. Uh, and then we see Tina walking by herself through the couples and she makes eyes with a gentleman and she extends her hand and he puts a coin in it. She's getting that, she's getting that coin, honey. <laughs> um, and she proceeds to dance with him. But then there's this like the surreal um, <laughs> uh, sequence where she's in a room with, I'm saying like, uh, various dancers we see like 
a gay show we see a ballet dancer but we also see like sailors and a soldier and we see people like playing music um and they're all like kind of wrapped in webs mm -hmm. and so it seems like they're trapped um but they're dancing there and what i love is with like when she enters this surreal scene um she opens her eyes like a drag queen <laughs> it's like it's uh it's amazing um uh, yeah and so you see like the ballet dancers um they're like uh one of the like they'll dance and then they're like in a web so yeah odd music video um do you remember <laughs> when i rewatched it i was like i don't recall ever seeing this in my life but i'm sure i i'm sure i did I had to have it's possibly a european video that we maybe did not see in the states i think that's probably why oh that makes like, sense we're not and i'm sure it's like once like she had success like with the album they redid it and you know they had money right <laughs> so <laughs> they had a weird concept yeah. yeah yeah i mean some people say that it's um you know she's talking in the voice of a you know uh, a prostitute right of course yeah but I mean, aren't we, aren't we all prostitutes? You know what? You're not, you're not wrong about, you know what? Another, another hot take from you. <laughs> we're all prostitutes. <laughs> um, that's the headline. <laughs> hey everybody, we're all prostitutes. <laughs> but I like to say we're all private dancers. <laughs> yeah. But this, this video was like, again, with these different vignettes. These, uh, these vignettes are giving very contemporary dance, very lyrical. I feel like they are, they're really trying to hit their lines. Yes. <laughs> that semen just doing his twirls. Hard. Sometimes they succeed, sometimes no. And and again, we have a um, another. Uh, there's a, there, we have a, another geisha in here who does, that is correct. Yeah. Who may or may not be um, of a Japanese uh, descent. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that uh, during Pride. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the eighties, so um, different time, different time, different look. Yeah. I mean, it was simply the best. Simply the best. <laughs> Did you know that it? That's not the name of the. That's not the title of the song. It's just the best. But we all know it. At... I I did not know that. I did not know that. Why did we think? Was that another um, Mandela effect yeah. thing? Did we yeah. think the name of this song was simply the simply the best? Well, because it was that thing, it was simply the best. But and yes, um, yeah, it was a Bonnie Taylor uh, cover. And that's the thing about Tina, right? And that'll be the theme of this episode. Like Tina will cover a song and make it so much more true. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, this one is definitely interesting music video as well. Like. We see her prancing, uh, which seems to be in an empty rodeo or a circus ring. Um, so she's prancing and then we transition uh, into, we see a horse prancing. So they're kind of doing similar movements. And so I'm thinking, is Tina the wild horse here? Mm. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of uh, scenes of her dancing with stage lighting behind her. Um, and at one point, the ground that she's standing on lights up through the cracks uh, beneath her. And so I wrote drama because <laughs> it's really dramatic. Yeah. Um, 
And there's an iconic jazz saxophone solo. It's like, <laughs> that was jazz sax, if you've ever heard one. And like the guy, like, it was really going at it, like <laughs> beefcake, long hair, like, um, you know, definitely like an SNL skit. <laughs> uh, and then we end the video with um, Tina riding the horse and, uh, you know, and I thought, where do you think she's going? <laughs> um, but yes, the best is uh, a great song. I mean, we saw it revived with uh, Schitt's Creek in that really romantic moment. Yes. Right. Yes. And yes. So, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think we. I think we all knew this song more. No, no disrespect to Bonnie Tyler, but um, yeah, I think we all know the Tina version. I don't know that I was familiar with I thought this was a Tina Turner original which album was that was that off of um off of the foreign affair album oh right 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 at the cusp of the uh of the 90s any any thoughts of the best was that one of your like favorites or I wouldn't say it was my favorite um Again, sign me up for the 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 super eighty cheesy vignette of um, of um, what's love got to do with it? Yeah, so yeah, I sign. Yeah, I'm all for the what's love got to do with it type of um, video of like the what is happening because <laughs> when I at that age I was eating all that up. I was like, this is amazing. Well, I think it's well, it's the early days of music videos, yes, right? Exactly, because it's like. You know, um, just seeing our favorite artists performing the song we listened to yeah. was just like unheard of. Yeah. And it was just, you know, it was hard to see. And so we ate it up. We did. Yeah. And then, you know, to, to that point, and then you have like a video like this, which is, you know, we're seeing the artist, you know, performing and then she's going to be riding on a horse. Like just to throw that in there, <laughs> that's like taking it to the next level. Like, oh my gosh, she's on a horse. <laughs> now everything's CGI. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I can only imagine how much this this cost back in ninety 19, back in nineteen eighty nine. A horse. Oh my god! I wonder if it's even her on the horse. Uh, at first, it didn't seem like it, but at the end, it you could definitely see it, it is her. It did because right? she has. She looks. She has an excited yet worried look on her face. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever ridden a horse? Maybe. No, I told. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I rode a horse, and I was like, "This is not fun. My crotch hurts." Um, I felt bad for the horse. I'm like, "I'm like, this is beneath you. Like, you should. I should not be riding you." <laughs> yeah. As I said, I definitely. States. When I was a kid, I rode a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? I'm sorry, you're saying? I bet you are, are proud of yourself, aren't you? No, I'm not. Never. I'm never proud of myself. Just like Proud Mary. Oh my God. Can we discuss Proud Mary? Yes. Again, a cover um, from uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Um, and have you heard the original? No, I don't think I have. Yeah, it's, you know, it's low key. It's low key. 
um you know there's definitely definitely like a, a bunch of performances live performances of proud mary i mean there was no official music video at the time because you know the 70s <laughs> the 70s didn't have official music videos <laughs> but there's definitely the the ed sullivan one um mm -hmm. where she's uh, wearing the frill gold dress mm -hmm. yeah um and then there's the 1971 live one with the psychedelic lights in the background and that's the one i like the most because that's the one where we hear the intro and i'm sorry i'm gonna have to do it yeah you might like to hear something from us nice and easy well i like to do that for you but there's one thing you see we never ever do nothing nice and easy we always do it nice and rough we're gonna take the beginning of the song and we're gonna do it you say easy but then we're gonna do the finish rough. It's the way we do Proud Mary, and then they start rolling. I mean, that is showmanship to the T. Like that's to the T beyond. Yeah. Like she says, "Hey, this is what's gonna happen," <laughs> and I believed her. Yeah, and she knew she knew we wanted you know something nice and easy. But guess what? That's not what they do. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> But again, I don't remember anything about Tina Turner before, <laughs> before the the Private Dancer album. Um, so the fact that she was even doing this type of music just kind of like blew my mind. Not this type of music, but like in this style. Um, I was just like, mm -hmm. wait, oh yep. wow, her roots came from that um, from that experience. Like she grew up and she was going to the church and going to the clubs. But I mean, it's like she would go on the road and perform this with her dancers, right? Like this was tight. This was a tight performance. This is like, yeah. you know, when we think Beyonce, it's like there would be no Beyonce if Tina did not have this tight routine. Preach. You know what I mean? Preach. It's like, yeah, it was, it seemed effortless. It was high energy. They did not seem tired at all. Like, oh my God, life give gives me life. <laughs> and yeah, li listen, I'm sure they were exhausted, <laughs> but they never show. They never you, ne you they never showed it. Nope. You can never would never be able to tell. Yeah, well, yeah, again, high energy, right? Like Creedence Clearwater Revival. No, it's not high energy. <laughs> um, but I do love that the original line of the song uh, says, the original line says, pumped a lot of pain in New Orleans. Um, but Tina would say, pop, but Tina would say, pumped a lot of tain, as in referring to octane. So, oh, clever. Uh, high power there. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's, she's, a, she was amazing. Uh, when I used to DJ the Pride uh, float, for NBC Universal. <laughs> Plug! Um, I would play this song um, while we're in the, you know, the Pride March. And um, it, everyone would go crazy once, you know, it broke. And everyone was just like high energy doing the, doing the Tina dances, like, and yeah, great memories with the song because like, yeah, 
we saw all the proud Marys out there and they were uh, enjoying it. Yeah. Um, and I totally um, remember what I was trying to say before. My knowledge of that song was really just the um, left a good job in the city. But really, I only remember the um, Proud Mary baby, mm. that, that part of the chorus. <laughs> so it just, I just think it's interesting how, were they censoring albums back then? I don't remember. <laughs> well, definitely censoring performances. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when Black people were performing. Oh, forget about it. What is the problem? What's the problem? What is the reason? What is the reason? Mm, I think it's racism. I mean, yeah, but like, mm. seriously? I think it's racism. Why is that even still a thing? Mm. Like, I, why I, is it? I just don't. Tough. The aliens are like baffled. They're like, these motherfuckers still with, still with the color. But here's the thing, right? Like, they're. The government has told us there's aliens here and no one has, everyone's <laughs> fine with it. Like no one has gone crazy. It's like, the government just said there's UFOs. Yeah. No. And everyone's like, eh, just another day. Oh gosh, we're going to have a podcast just about that. <laughs> oh, but you know what? I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. And yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter who's wrong or right. It doesn't. <laughs> I love this song i don't want to fight um this was on the soundtrack for what's love got to do with it mm -hmm. <laughs> and this was a great music video um great message right mm -hmm. it's like listen i don't want to fight anymore let's it's time it's time for letting go like yeah and there is nothing more relaxing and you know it's great to hear what's it's like you know what fighting it's, it's not a thing like let's not do it it's stupid it's stupid <laughs> it is yeah so yeah this was the last worldwide success before tina uh retired although goldeneye do you, like that was successful in europe golden eye golden yes that, was that my jam. is a great a bond song if you yep. haven't heard GoldenEye, check like check it out. I mean, I love Bond songs, so like, yeah, <laughs> keep that in mind. Um, but um, I don't want to fight. Uh, is basically a behind the scenes take on making a music video or even like a movie, mm -hmm. right? And so it's really simple, right? She's in a white shirt with a high waisted blue jean and a black belt. And um, we see images being projected on a stage wall. Like, so we see her like in a convertible driving. Um, she has like two twins that are gorgeous that are like her backup dancers. They come along on the trip. Everyone has a fascination for movies and how they're created. And so this was kind of like pulling the curtain back and kind of seeing how it was done. Um, really cool video. And then I kind of group it with Missing You uh, which is another, which is another cover. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Tina made her own from John Waite. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, that also is a kind of like behind the scenes of making a movie. She's like talking with two models. Um, she is, um, you know, 
showing those legs. She's being a goofball. She's dancing. Um, and that actually was used in a Hanes ad. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where she was just like, just wearing a sweater with no pants and pumps. Yeah. And she had like a mini dress, a mini dress and um, yeah, great. I mean, gorgeous. I mean, how old was she at the time? She's probably like. Like, yeah, she was in her forties. Yeah. And looks and look gorgeous. Yeah. And I mean, Tina was known for her legs. And uh, I remember uh, reading about a, uh, an interview where she said um, that her legs were not insured. <laughs> and that uh, she said, uh, I quote, I think they're talking about Marlena, uh, Marlena Dietrich. Tina said that um, my body's insured and my legs are part of that body, but I don't go into that. Oh, my precious legs. Oh, no, I got a scratch or anything like that. They're my workhorse. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> unlike JLo, right? Like we knew her legs were um, <laughs> insured. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think it's interesting. Like, um, so when she came back out, she had that big comeback. It was 1984, which, and we noted that she was in her 40s. Mm -hmm. And that is, at that time, that was just something that was so huge oh my goodness, this woman over 40 is singing and dancing right. so well on stage. Wow. Like it was like this huge feat. And at that time, the, the, the odds were, it was absolutely a huge thing. But now if we think today, like that's not as, as, as weird. I mean, listen, we have Madonna who's about to go on tour and she's like, what, 60? How old is Madonna? Isn't she? I think she's like 64. Yeah, she's 64. Yeah, she's 64. That's an AJ number number. Um, but yeah, I mean, she did it all, right? Like, so I mentioned like the Haynes ad, right? Where she used um, Missing You. But she also did like these amazing uh, commercials. Have you seen uh, the one where she did an ad for Pepsi? And um, David Bowie is in it. So... <laughs> It's basically their take on weird science where David Bowie is creating uh, a person in the lab and creates uh, Tina Turner and then like she makes him cool and they dance and they sing about about Pepsi. <laughs> it's kind of a great music. Uh, it's a great uh, ad. I'll put that on the playlist as well. And then she did ads for like Plymouth laser like cars and like Converse and mm -hmm. yeah I mean everyone kind of respected Tina so yeah she would make ads and um, they were successful and movies and movies that was another thing we had the, I think we had the the album what's the name of the movie yeah we had the album Mad Max did you yeah my dad had like some good looking back I'm like oh those are good choices <laughs> yeah and we might we might have even had like a um a Mad Max book of some sort. Yeah, that sort of sounds familiar. Oh. But yeah, like my dad likes action stuff. Nice. I mean, she looked amazing in that in that movie, and she was really good in it too. Um, but I mean, the outfit was iconic, right? Yeah, like totally. Um, well, even the song, right? We don't need another hero. 
she has the white platinum blonde hair that kind of looks like a mohawk yeah and uh, those amazing earrings mm -hmm. um the chain mail outfit with constructed shoulder pads <laughs> and and um the outfit the uh chain mail outfit uh had a little hole so that you could see her thigh uh-huh yeah <laughs> and and the bow that she had <laughs> the bow and arrow that which was a pistol like unpractical but like cool <laughs> like imagine reloading that bow and arrow pistol like man <laughs> and the song itself right like one you know i love a choir right so like <laughs> when you hear the kids come along and do a choir like they do the chorus like we don't yeah. need another hero and the fact that they they could incorporate thunderdome in a song and it's still like legit right <laughs> it's true that's a feat in itself you're right how many songs say thunderdome in it a good chance only this one listen if there was no tina there would be no tupac california love that is true you're right i'm always right <laughs> except that one time i gotta keep remembering i, I keep i don't i yeah i gotta keep remembering um is there any other memories of Tina? Yeah, well, well, just this woman that is just basically killing it in singing. She's in blockbuster movies um, and definitely kind of, again, kind of delivering those special songs that resonate with so many different people. Really giving music that so many people um from all different walks of life could appreciate um and that's really what makes an icon we didn't even discuss the, the the broadway show You're right tony award winning i was really fortunate to watch it to see it opening night it was second opening night it was like once mm -hmm. like the pandy when things started opening up and it was the mm. first show after like they closed due to the pandy and um mm -hmm it was spectacular like all the feels like all the songs and um yeah definitely worth the accolades yeah absolutely um adrian warren was the person who originated that on on broadway and she was and she was fantastic i think she got a tony for that if i'm not mistaken she definitely got nominated yep yeah she won the tony for it well deserved yeah because uh, i saw it post the tony win and of course oh she gave it her all and everyone was like on their feet yeah like, i'm always so impressed at broadway um entertainers across across the board because that much of a high energy performance like we spoke about that proud mary performance and how high energy that was Broadway entertainers have to do that every single night. Yep. In addition to learning their lines, knowing their cues, going back and forth. Um, and just the frequency to which they do it. Like it takes a lot of energy, <laughs> which I can't relate. I'm not a, a Broadway entertainer or anybody in that, in that field, but it's just like, I mean, kudos because wow. And Adrian Warren, she, the night I actually saw her, she had, she had like one of those 
braces on her on her ankle. Um, and I thought that, um, yeah, like one of those soft braces. So wow. um, that to me is like you're recovering for something or you're, you're helping something out. But she did not miss a beat. She performed and threw like, the, again, high energy, like the energy of, of, of Proud Mary times a fucking lot. <laughs> Oh, sounds like she did the thing. She did the thing. How did we get here again? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you said, just another uh, great glimpse into Tina Turner's world and um, a well-deserved praise. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, it's so sad that we lost a legend, but we can continue celebrating her career and all the uh, art and all the positive things that she brought to the world. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Rest in peace to to Tina Turner. Just a real icon in, in so many ways. R.I.P. All right. Well, that does it for this edition of Remember Music Videos. We want to thank everyone who gave us a listen and a huge thank you to Tina Turner for giving us so much and so much to talk about. Um, our theme music is by Audrey Harris Culver of Lady Socket. If you'd like to see the music videos we discussed today, you can find them on our YouTube channel, Apple Music, and Facebook. And give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok at RMV Podcast. Just a reminder that all videos might not be available online or in your territory, but that can change, so keep checking. If you have any thoughts or if you have a video that you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at rememberMusicVideos at gmail.com. If you like what you heard, go ahead and click that like button, follow, subscribe, and feel free to give us a rating. But most importantly, remember music videos. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody. Baby! Until next time, bye! bye.